Are you laughing now? Alright, alright. Welcome, ladies and gents, to the first run ever, ever episode of Embrace the Suck, the official sanctions licensed APG prod- broadcast. So if you happen to pick this podcast up in a package of baseball cards or stick of gum, you go ahead and stick it in a drawer. In a couple of decades, you might be able to sell it off and go to the movies by yourself. So what we'll talk about today is the whole concept of Embrace the Suck. We want to be able to give you a meat eater's perspective, a high achieving heavy hitter's perspective. So if you tuned in for, you know, the feel good Hallmark card experience, if I just want to feel better about my lot in life, I'm so sad. No, this is probably not for you. We want to be able to give you a straight answer and a definitive way ahead, some tools for the bag, if you will. So that's what this podcast is about. So I went through SEAL training in 1993, 1994, and on the way out the door, there was an instructor named Randy. I don't want to give away any more than that, but Randy gave a few parting words to the uh, to the graduating class. And Randy says, "All right, you young guys, listen up. You know, you're going out there, and you can think of yourself and your SEAL career as like a, a bullet being loaded into the chamber. You're putting yourself on the line. You're going to go out there and do the heavy work. Some of you might achieve highly." Some of you might be fired off and you wind up way down range someplace and never thought of again. Some of you might impact a wall and it doesn't end the way you think it will. Some of you will just sit in the chamber and never really be used for anything and sit there so long until you're not of much use anymore and then you're cast aside. Now, mind you, this was back in 1994 when a guy could go and get a straight job and just afford a house and there was no war on yet. And uh, the economy was good and everything was on the up and up. But a guy still got the sense to talk to the young guys about, hey, look, man, your career, there's not really a way that your SEAL career ends with a big smile on your face. I mean, there are guys that come out of it well. But I mean, in some way, there's always going to be a sense of, oh, I could have done something different. I could have done something more. You're not going to be ultimately satisfied. So be prepared for it. Applying that to a larger sense, look at the state of things today. I mean, the Chinese curse has definitely come true. You live in interesting times. But so what? So what does that mean? Does it mean you're going to sit? You're going to be sad? You're going to sit indoors and just sort of hate life? I mean, at this point, you've probably been sitting inside for two weeks. I know where I am, there's, there's not really a huge risk. But the people I know, they're still out on the West Coast, some people in New York. They haven't been out of their house in like three weeks. And look at the way these people are living. They live in little tiny apartments, staring at the same walls. It's like they're on lockdown. Never even convicted and you're locked down. You know, people are talking about suicides. I saw a thing in a, a UK newspaper where this good looking 19-year-old girl, a nurse, I think, and she just killed herself, just offed herself because she didn't want to sit inside anymore. She's talking about the state of things and, oh, there's just no hope for the world and everything's horrible. People are talking about how they've left things undone. People are talking about how sad they are. There's, there's parts of their life that they're missing, things that they, they're, they're not being able to take part in, high school graduations, this kind of thing. And people are upset. But think about it. How is that different than everyday life? 
Everyday life, people get hit by trucks, struck by lightning, trampled by elephants. You miss out on things. You're always at risk. What's going on right now is no different than any other time in your life. The only thing that's different is that it's right there on the news for you to look at. But you were always on the clock. There was always that chance that things were going to go wrong. And if you're only just now noticing it and now you're upset, well, that's where there's a problem. Because just because you're not looking at the clock doesn't mean it's not running. And that's what we mean by embrace the suck. When we say embrace the suck, there's always a good chance that things aren't going to go your way. Walking around all sunshine smiley saying, I'm just not going to be scared. Well, guess what, man? You don't have to be scared, but you need to be concerned and you need to be prepared. When we say embrace the suck, that's what we're talking about. All right. It's not having a a doom and gloom perspective, but having an I need to be prepared. I need to be getting stronger perspective. So what does that look like? Well, think of it this way. I I heard this put a really good way. Everything you do, every decision you make, every step you take is going to have either a positive or a negative effect on who you are and what you're able to do. Everything you do, whether it's I'm going to stay up till midnight and play video games, whether it's I'm going to pass on a second dessert, whether it's I'm going to do a little exercise, try to get the blood flowing just a little bit, all of these things, all these decisions They make you either stronger or weaker, better or worse, more prepared or less prepared. Now, in regular life, a lot of us have uh, have a ton of obligations. I mean, now more than ever, people have work they got to go to, families they got to attend. I mean, some people talk about, uh, you know, they've got like a checklist of little meetings and parties and gatherings and whatnot that they need, need to appear at. I've just got to be there. And, you know, you, you... do what you got to do, do what you feel like you got to do. But I mean, when you've got to do some of these things, you've got to do it. Sometimes some of these choices get taken out of our hands. I mean, when I was still, when I was still in the teams, I can't remember. I mean, there's not a way for me to count how many dinners and breakfast, breakfasts, breakfasts. Can I say this plural form of breakfast, breakfast, I, how many meals I ate at 7-Eleven. I mean, I can tell you a thing or two about about, you know, which hot dogs are the best, right? Where can a guy find something passable at a 7-Eleven or an AM, PM? Or, uh, you know, when you get off work at midnight and you got to eat dinner at a bar? I mean, fun sometimes, sure. But when you've got to do it night after night, because it's the only thing that's open, that or Denny's, and you're fighting drunks either way, right? When you've got to do it, how to navigate a bar menu. Sometimes these choices get taken out of your hands. But at the end of the day, it's realizing that you're in this spot. You're not getting out of this spot. What choices can I make to better prepare? And looking at the state of things right now, I mean, you look outside and you know some people are going off the rails a little bit. It's tough out there. But looking at the state of things, some people say, look, man, now's not the time. Now's not the time for me to be thinking about I need to get stronger. I need to refine my approach. I need to get my act together. No, it's, it's tough out there. I just want to sit inside and eat Doritos and and binge watch something. People say, I don't want to, I don't want to focus on that. Well, two things there. One, middle of a crisis is never the time to come up with a a new plan. You're not going to develop a way ahead when you're neck deep in drama. On the other side of that though, is that it's not that bad and you can sit still unless you're coughing up a lung presently. 
sort yourself out. What do I got to do? Where do I want to be when all this drama wraps up? One step at a time. And talking about one step at a time, I write a little bit and I don't, I don't write well, but anybody that knows us with APG, you're familiar with the, with the tip of the week that we put out for some of our clients. I never really fancied myself a, a, a good writer, but when I am able to get the point across, it usually comes from one thing. And somebody gave me this, this tip for writing a, a good few years ago. And the tip was write one true thing. Just one true thing. Just write it down. Then build on that. If you can write down one true thing, then you've got a way ahead. And it's the same thing with this with this embrace the suck, with this situation now, trying to figure out what you're going to do next. Where am I going to be in two weeks? Probably still inside. But if not, where do I want to be? Who's the kind of person I want to be in two weeks? Start with one true thing. I want to be a little smarter. I want to be a little less cluttered. I don't want to be quite such a fat body. I don't want to be so scrawny. Whatever it is, one true thing. If you can get that down, you're going to be on the path already because that's just that one step. And one step is really as much as it takes to keep making progress. One step at a time, right? Now, if you say, you, you know, you look at the situation out there as it is right now and you say, well, I mean, how am I ever going to be competitive? How am I ever going to be able to stack up against somebody when I'm dealing with this, when I'm dealing with being stuck inside, I can't go to the store or well, whatever it is, whatever you've got going. What a lot of people forget is that everybody else is facing the same problems you are. Even when the, the crisis we're in the middle of now has come and gone, everybody everywhere is facing the same problems you are. People are short on time, long on obligations, tight on money. Everybody's got the same things to address as you do. The winner of this thing ultimately is who is going to deal with it the best. Or even who can just get through it in one piece. And if that one person is you, then guess what? You're number one. And you go, wow, man, how am I number one? I kept waking up late. I barely scratched by. You made the effort. Other people just gave up. Showing up is 90% of the battle. Well, maybe not just showing up, but, you know, you're going to have to make a showing. But you see where I'm going with this. So looking at, the, looking at this from the perspective of it's so tough out there. How am I going to get by if things are this tough? And I got to try to make a, I got to try to make a showing in this kind of environment. I would not say you got to make a showing even though it's tough out there. I would say you got to make a showing especially because of how tough it is out there. If you could look at the state of things and you could still get out of bed and put one foot in front of the other, you're ahead of 99% of people walking around. So you can't look at this as a huge obstacle, a huge impediment. This is the time to look at this as an opportunity. This is a monster opportunity if you're willing to grab onto it with both hands. Grab onto it with both hands and like we say, right? Embrace the suck. So that should just about do it for today. We'll keep it short and sweet and wrap it up there. We'll be putting out these podcasts probably every other week or whenever we can get them done up. But you can also check out our website at www.apg.team. Take a look at some cool pics, see some of the services we offer. So as the sun sets slowly in the east, I'll leave you with the wise words of the first man ever to cross the Sahara Desert who said, 
I wish I could be stuck indoors. Smart, capable, and most importantly, I'm free in all the ways that you are not. <laughs>